Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life, which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996-1641. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Violet Sanctuary Spa, certified gateway dreaming coach, angel therapy practitioner, and certified crystal healer, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome to tonight's show. Again, I'm getting used to this 7 o'clock time zone, um, Eastern Standard Time Zone slot. So this is really cool for me. Uh, It's funny because I'm using my iPad. So I'm thinking that this just may work well. I've been having so many issues with my computer. So we shall see how this works tonight. So uh, this is part one. This is success at the spiritual level, rebuilding our spiritual foundations. And I came up with uh, this title because it is the first month of the year. I figure we can kickstart this year by going back to the basis with our spirituality. Um, This is something that's very important because even if we are advanced in our spiritual studies, we still need to go back to the basics as kind reminders just because there are a lot of things in our life that happen, situations that take place, people who we meet, and we just may question, why the heck (laughs) are they in our lives? Why are we experiencing these situations? And what does this have to do with me? Right. As I talked in a past radio show whose issue is it anyway you know you know whose fear is it whose issue is it truly you know so we have to think about that when we are um, looking for answers on a spiritual level so I'm just going to dive right into uh, the the top 10 uh, success at the spiritual level rebuilding um, uh, issues and you know part two will be next week so Number one, ask for what you want. This is something that a lot of people tend to struggle um, with regarding uh, being able to receive certain things. I, I was just having a conversation about this with some friends because uh, one of my friends was concerned that he shouldn't accept certain things from people. And this is a situation where you really have to look at the person or people who are giving you a gift and what's the the value of the gift because if it's something that if the gift is something that you believe you cannot maintain for example someone wants to give you a home or a car you have to think about can I actually maintain this can I actually uh you know make sure that it's it's in good condition would I be able to do what I can and be responsible 
And then you have to look at the person. You know, does this person have a good intention? Are they doing this because they care about you? So it's, it's more than just saying, oh, I want this, or I don't know if I can accept that. So ask for what you want. If there's something that you need, ask for it. Don't expect people to guess or kind of, sort of, figure it out along the way. Don't be passive-aggressive and, of only people help me. No, you have to say what you want. If you want something, ask for it. (laughs) Ask the universe, universe, I need a $1,000. You know, universe, please help me find a home. Please help me find a job. I need a parking spot. You know, I need a black dress for this event. You know, and it's Interesting because sometimes we may not realize what we're doing. For example, uh, this happened a few years ago. I was, uh, or during the summertime, I was in the store and I said, "All I, all I really want is just a, a pair of capris and a pair of jeans." So I'm really asking for a pair of capris and a pair of jeans, and that's exactly what I got that day. You know, so it's interesting because I didn't really think anything of it till later. I asked for it, and right then there in the store, they were on sale. It was right there on the counter in the front of the store as soon as you walk in. So, you know, ask ask for what you want. This is a basic principle. Put it on the table, as I like to say. <laughs> ask for what you want. Don't expect the universe to just drop something on your lap or just expect people to know what you want because you don't want to really say it or you don't really want to put yourself out there. Sometimes you just got to do it. Number two, be active. This is a very broad expression. You know, you can be active uh, mentally by doing crossword puzzles, having stimulating conversations. You can be active physically where you are exercising, um, doing yoga, et cetera. You can be active spiritually where you are meditating, you're balancing your chakras, you are teaching people about spirituality. So, there are a lot of ways to be active, but that's that's just it. You need to be. So you, you need to be. Be active, be strong, whatever it is, you need to be. So keep that in mind. What is active for you? Is it working at a, a shelter for lost animals? Is it working at a soup kitchen? Is it living your dreams, starting your business, asking for that promotion, taking that calculated risk? What is being active? active for you? What does that mean? And how is that going to take you to the next level mentally, spiritually, physically, and so forth? How is that going to get you from point A to D, you know, from D to G, from G to L, you know? How is that going to get you to leap frog over certain things? So that's something really to consider because, again, be active, you know, it's not just limited to just physical exercise. So we really had to look at this from multiple perspectives. And that's what's so interesting about spirituality is that there are so many avenues. You know, you have Reiki, you have meditating, you have wellness. There's just so many things, angel therapy and crystals and, you know, yoga. There's so many categories that fall under spirituality, wellness, holistic. These are words that are used interchangeably. So you really have to define what that is for you and then be proactive in that area. So next is number three, clear, cancel, and delete. I like this uh, this phrase. I actually, this is, um, I didn't coin it. (laughs) 
this is something that I read in one of Doreen's books, uh, Doreen Virtue's book. I can't think of the book offhand because I have so many <laughs> books. And it's also in, I believe, the Archangel Michael card deck, which uh, Claire Cancel Delete. Basically, what you're doing is you're removing certain fears in, in, in your life. You're clearing it out. You're canceling it. You're, and you're permanently deleting. You're, you're getting rid of certain things, in particular fear. And uh, I, I like how some people break it down that fear is false evidence appearing as real. And there's another saying for it, too. But, you know, we had to address certain issues and people in our lives. We had to cancel out certain ideas that just won't work. And we had to delete certain things altogether. You know, there is just a time where we had to make these decisions. There's a time where we just have to step up to the plate, be firm in our decisions, and that's it. You know, so clear, cancel, and delete. What do you have to clear out? What do you have to cancel out? And what do you need to delete? Permanently, uh, you can get a sheet of paper, write it down, revise it, but then again, stick stick to your final decision. Because what happens is that your mindset is beginning to change. You're no longer on the fence about certain things. You're more definitive in your responses, and this will send a notification to the universe. Hey. She's not playing around anymore. This is what it is. Or, hey, he is firm in his decision. This is what he wants to do. So be it. So clear, cancel, delete is just so important. So definitely, you know, don't rush this part. Like I said, write it down, figure out what feels right first, and then work your way towards being more comfortable with your decisions. Number four, self-care. This is huge, and this is uh, one of the reasons why I have uh, this issue towards the middle of the top ten for part one, because self-care is is, uh, something that's easily overlooked. You know, if if we get four hours of sleep, that's great, right? Like, oh, I got four hours of sleep this night. (laughs) Self-care. No, it's so much more than that. Self-care, well, first I want you to define self-care for you. For example, uh, not all women are interested in getting their nails painted. That's just to them, they don't care. Maybe they're into sports more so, and painting their nails just isn't their thing. They they could care less. Maybe clear fingernail polish. So I wouldn't suggest that all women go to the nail salon for self-care. Maybe your self-care is just standing in the shower in warm water, you know, just letting all that negative energy wash away. Or maybe self-care for you is going out in nature by a waterfall, seeing some deer, you know, or um, uh, being in in, in a kayak and, you know, something like that. Maybe that's your self-care. Whatever it is that brings you back in balance with yourself and it helps you understand who you are, what you want to do, who the people are like. Does really help you get that multiple perspective of your life and what makes you comfortable. You know, so, again, really think about what self-care is for you. Is it just, you know, brewing tea, reading a good book, you know, with your electric blanket? <laughs> you know, think about what this is for you. This this list is really about defining what I'm saying for you. You're, you're curtailing the definition here. 
You know, I'm not telling you, like, this is the firm definition. I am suggesting a definition, and then I'm telling you to apply it to your life. So self-care is huge. Number five, spiritual knowledge. You can never learn enough about spirituality, and you will never learn enough (laughs) about spirituality. For example, I don't know much about yoga. I cannot tell you much about yoga. I don't know much about, um, I'm trying to think of another spiritual aspect here, Um, much about the juice where you use the green juices and or herbology. I don't know much about that. I can tell you the benefits of certain plants, how I use them for dreams, but I am not a specialist in that field. I'm not a subject matter expert, and I probably never will be. <laughs> it's just like when we know certain phrases in a language, you might know how to say hello, goodbye, thank you, please, how are you, but we're not fluent. So think about gaining spiritual knowledge, think about a couple of topics that interest you and really work towards knowing as much as you can about that topic. But also try to know about different topics in spirituality. But the key here is just to keep learning because there are going to be, as I was saying earlier in um, the show, people who you're going to meet, situations you're going to experience, and it's going to be a curveball. You know, but if you have an arsenal of, you know, spiritual know-hows, you can know how to approach certain events. When is a good time to do this? When is not, you know, a good time? When to say, okay, not right now. Okay, we need to regroup, not go here, follow your instincts. This is where spiritual knowledge comes in. And you will learn that there are people who are just like you and myself who are learning, having experiences, applying what we learn, telling people what we learn, really giving back. So that way we can take that knowledge and say, oh, you know what? Someone else been through this too. This isn't just a me thing. This is a people thing. And I like that. Next, uh, what number six, what I've been saying the entire show is to define your spirituality. And we're actually working on a webinar uh, where I'm going to help uh, people understand what is their spirituality. You know, it's such a broad term. So many people give you a different definition of what spirituality is to them. So if you can define what spirituality is for you, you can better approach your goals, your life purpose, and so forth. So really take the time to um, understand what is spirituality to you. You know, even if you just want to just stare at the word for a while or say spirituality, spirituality, you know, what is what is what does that mean? Who coined the term? You know, start asking questions about it. How can I live a spiritual life? What does this mean for me if I will pursue spirituality? And question after question after question. Define your spirituality. So, again, these different um, issues, topics here for success at the spiritual level you know, at at the basic level, really is just to serve as a kind reminder because we can become so advanced or just ongoing, just constantly going, going, going because we're doing our, you know, something that we're passionate about that we just forget about asking or being active in other areas because maybe we're so focused on 
completing our tasks for our business that we forget to be active in other areas in our life. So now we're not balanced. So this is a good list to um, to use as principles. Number seven, prayers and affirmations. I like this one. Um, one of my favorite prayers, I have it tattooed on my arm, is um, <laughs> I, I want to say actually this prayer because um, – it's near and dear to my heart is actually in my book. And I think that when you say this prayer, it's just, it's transformative. And I actually, I'll tell the story. So the story, uh, one day I was going to work, I was really tired. And it was a, it was a, a guy who was just really crazy uh, on the train. He was just saying random things and he was really harmless, but his tone and his actions, it just made you a little bit aware um, of what he was doing and concerned. So finally, he just said through all his seemingly jibber-jabber, say the serenity prayer. And and I thought, wow, I, I never heard of that prayer. I was in Catholic school for a considerable amount of my school, I'd say school career, <laughs> because I felt like it was just that because I've been in school for so long and I'm still in school. So throughout my school career, a majority of uh, that time was in Catholic school. And I'm thinking, well, I never heard of the serenity prayer. So I looked it up. As soon as I got off the train, I looked it up. And I thought, wow, this is the most beautiful prayer ever. And then lo and behold, I needed to use that prayer later on that day. So I'm going to say it. And it starts off, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm going to say it again. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's simple, it's basic, and it's powerful. It is powerful. It is my favorite prayer. Find your favorite prayer. Find your favorite affirmation. You know, you can develop your own affirmation. Right now, my favorite affirmation is uh, by Denise Duffield Thomas, and actually she was on the radio show. Uh, you can download the podcast where she was on my radio show by going to iTunes. And she uh, suggested she suggests that we stand up, put our hand over our heart, and, and say, it is my time, and I'm ready for the next level. It's simple, it's basic, and it's powerful. And that's what this topic, the overall topic of this radio show is about, being successful at the spiritual level, you know, rebuilding our foundations. And when we are rebuilding our spiritual foundations, we're at the basic level. We're looking at the blueprints. We're looking in at the makeup here. So, again, you know, the serenity, you know, that's that's really powerful, you know, to understand the things that I cannot change. There will be things that we cannot change. We can't change people. You know, we can make suggestions. We can help them. We can coach them. We can promote them. But unless they truly want to change, we cannot make them change. That's just not going to happen. You know, the courage, you know, to have the courage to understand, you know, certain situations, I mean, that's that's amazing. That's something that is just like, 
I have enough consciousness here to understand what I can and cannot do in this situation. And then the wisdom to know the difference. That's what it is, wisdom, knowing the difference. So, you know, having your your prayers and affirmations by your side really makes life a tad bit more easier to endure when you have unfavorable situations pop up or you come across unfavorable people. Okay, next. Number eight, understanding the laws of the universe. This ties back into what I was saying a little bit earlier in the show where I was saying my friend has some issues accepting certain gifts. I mean, some of the concerns were valid because some of the gifts were a larger item and is one of those, you know, well, how does that work from a legal perspective? Can I maintain it? And so forth. So um, here, understanding the laws of the universe, there's the the cause and effect, give and receive, um, you know, the polarity. So when I say the laws of the universe, I'm really referring to the laws that are stated in the book, The Kabbalion. And I highly recommend that you purchase that uh, book. Doreen Virtue has a, a book that's um, more that's easier to read version of the Kabbalion called Divine Magic, and she talks about the laws of the universe. And, you know, give and receive is something that is powerful. Um, I actually help a relative uh, about giving and receiving and um, and being able to understand that. For example, uh, one of his positions, uh, he likes it, but he's a little bit concerned about his ability to do it, and I was just saying how he can rephrase what he's saying so that it's like I accept this now so I can accept bigger things later. You know, I can handle the little things now so I can handle the bigger things later, right? Because sometimes you just jump into the bigger things. You may feel like you can't do it or it's too much or, you know, you never had this experience before. What if you failed? But if you handle things at the, the smaller level first, when you get to the bigger level, it's like a gradual step. And it's not as much of a problem because you would know to recruit people to help you. You would have a, a plan of action and so forth. So the laws of the universe really help you to understand just that, the laws of the universe. You know, giving and receiving, uh, the male and female energy. Male energy gives, the female energy receives. You know, are you uh, not in uh, balance with your male and female energies? Are you the person who is always giving and never receiving or, you know, the opposite? So this is something that you really need to think about because we can easily become um, out of balance, especially if we are the empaths, the highly emotional people who pick up on other people's energy. You know, there's that, you know, oh, I have so much energy that I am a blend of his energy and her energy, their energy, and I don't even know my energy. (laughs) So I am now out of balance, and I have these fears that I can't explain, these concerns that are overwhelming, and I really don't know what to do right now. So I'm just going to go home and wrap myself up in a blanket. So (laughs) I don't want you to do that. I want you to be able to release. So let's take a deep breath. Release. One more time. Release. And what the breathing exercise uh, does is just that inhale something fresh and new and exhale something new. So it's just a quick cleansing and a quick way to rebalance yourself, to regroup. 
you know, the expression of I need air, I need air, I had to, I had to go, I need air. That well, that's why we need that new consciousness. We need that breath of fresh air. We need that uh, element of spirit to enter us that <sighs> to happen, that release. So learn the laws of the universe. Again, during virtue has the book Divine Magic. No, I am not paid to promote her. <laughs> I just love her material. Yes, I am an angel therapy practitioner certified by her, but I just truly love her material. It's something I can vouch for. Uh, next, know your energy. This is very huge. So this is why I had uh, number um, nine be know your energy after understanding the, the laws of the universe. When you understand your energy, you can better understand other energies. You know What's your energy and what's not your energy? For example, uh, you walk into a room and you feel uncomfortable. You know that you don't have an issue personally. You feel good. You're dressed for the occasion, but you're picking up on other people's energy. So this is a difference of knowing your energy versus other people's energy, your energy versus um, an uh, inclination about a future event. You know, maybe you got invited to a party and you feel like you shouldn't go. You know, it's nothing to do with you. It's your ability, your energy to pick up on something in the future. Or maybe you feel uncomfortable in a room. Maybe something bad happened in that room and you know, I don't need to be there in that room. So knowing your energy, if you're a really powerful person who can just, you know, shoot out your energy, you know, you need to really make sure that you can control your emotions because what you're doing is sending out psychic balls, right? Like you're sending out balls of energy that people will feel. So, you know, if something happens, you're in a heated argument and you don't be conscious of, you know, what you're saying or doing, people are going to feel that for a very long time. So it's like a psychic, um, you know, transfer and it's like, boom, feel that energy, boom, there. And that's something you don't want to do because you may inadvertently lose a friend or, Whatever the case may be. So this is a way how you can be more in control of your emotions. So that way, when you are in a situation, is not so emotionally charged that no logic can be um, part of that equation to solve a problem, especially when you have to think on your feet. You have to be witty, and you're just too emotional that you're just shell-shocked. You don't want that to happen. You want to be able to have quick reflexes in a situation so that way you can react um, accordingly. So know your energy. Are you a more sensitive type or or, or uh, is your energy very, very strong where you had to really practice on, uh, you know, making your energy center as opposed to just spewing it all over the place? And also, this is how you can quickly understand other people's energy. So that way you won't take offense to someone so quickly if that person may be, you know, seeking attention a lot you'll look beyond it. Oh, you know what? That person sees a lot of attention because of this. And then you can have that different perspective of how to approach that person or to avoid that person. Because remember, we don't have to be friends with everyone. (laughs) Okay. If there's someone whose energy, you know, will not click well with yours, you don't have to engage that person. You don't have to go on a grand mission to, you know, reboot (laughs) their energy. It's okay to not want to be someone's friend you know, if you feel like it, it just won't work because you're already picking up on energy, that's fine. But what I'm saying here is that to practice on your energy, you know, 
how your energy feels, what it feels like to send out your your inner your energized um, psychic balls, you know, stuff like that. Practice that. There are books out there that can help you hone in on your energy and can help you understand what your energy feels like. And number 10, getting comfortable, really. So overall, this is really about helping you getting comfortable with yourself, with revisiting the foundations of your spirituality. So if you were to... um, literally draw a a blueprint, you know, let's say, let me draw a spiritual blueprint. Let me make my own blueprint. I know I'm not building the, uh, or have blueprints for a building, but let me just write out my spirituality. Let me see how this works out for me. Are there viable people in my life? And I, being someone who is of value, am I pursuing what I uh, would love to do in my life? Am I making the right changes? Do I need to clear out my house physically? Do I need to get rid of old stuff? Do I have old belief systems that need to be gone? You know, who am I? What am I meant to do? Yeah. Really just getting comfortable with yourself is a great um, way to propel your successful um, spirituality at a um, basic level, at that foundational level. So, if we were to uh, come up with an example of how to get comfortable, I would say it's partially getting uncomfortable. <laughs> so I want you to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. And I know that sounds like a contradiction, but listen, here's what I'm saying. When you are on the path of defining who you are understanding and understanding your spirituality, you are going to open up some some doors, right? You're going to ask yourself, what am I really doing? You're going to address certain issues that you may have buried, uh, you know, in the back of your mind, something, a broken heart, a, a death in the family, you know, something, you know, debt, whatever the case may be, something that you just don't want to address, you're going to address when you are embracing your spirituality. You're going to break down these barriers. Why don't I open up to people you know, then you can look at your chakras. Why do I have this love-hate relationship with money? You know, look at your chakras. Maybe there, like I was saying just a few moments ago, an old belief system. Maybe your grandmother passed down some belief system about money that was, you know, instilled in your mom's mind that was now in your mind. You know, for example, um, I overheard a lady talking about her son um, who just got his own apartment and he's paying bills. And, you know, he just, he couldn't believe the amount of money he was paying for bills and apartment and food and all these other expenses. And she said, well, that's what we live for. We live to pay bills. And every time I hear someone say that, I just feel like my heart just, just shrinks. It's like, oh, how could you say that? Why would you just want to live to pay bills? You want to live to live. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying getting a little bit uncomfortable so you can get comfortable. If he were to look at his spirituality and say, why do I feel like I never have any money? Oh, because my mom told me that we live to pay bills. Well, why would she say something like that? Oh, because her mom had a difficulty uh, growing up during her childhood because of the economy. And so her dad lost a job and everyone was worried. And, you know, so a, a lot of dynamics that's going on here that, 
started off from something valid. You know, the economy, you know, the family had to regroup, but then they never really mentally recovered and then got passed along and then they got transformed into we live to pay bills. So it, this is something that spirituality does for us. It helps us look deeper, what's beyond the facade in the beginning. Oh, that person, oh, she just loves attention. Dig a little bit deeper. She doesn't have any friends. Dig a little bit deeper. She was the only child. Dig a little bit deeper. You know, dig a little bit deeper. And I'm just coming up with scenarios. I was the only child for eight years. I was totally happy. So people who are only child, don't beat me up. <laughs> okay, I'm just throwing on examples there. But, uh, yeah, just think about how you can get comfortable. But, you know, if that's an, an eventual point. Like, eventually I will get comfortable. I had to eventually get comfortable with my spirituality in public, right? I If you came to me a couple of years, couple by a couple of years, I mean before 2010, before I started my business, probably would not have talked to you about angels in public. I would have shied away. I probably would have denied that I saw angels. But if you ask me now, I'm more comfortable talking about angels and other divine beings, but I had to get uncomfortable first by purchasing the books, a.k.a. being in public, people seeing me buying books on angels, <laughs> okay, and taking that leap to get certified in angel therapy practitioner course, you know, so now it's like, okay, even more people want to know, a little bit uncomfortable here, but with more knowledge, more power, you know, you gain that confidence, and now you're comfortable. So I want to recap the part one, top ten, that I came up with for success at the spiritual level, rebuilding our spiritual foundation. Number one, ask for what you want. Please do not assume that people know or say people should know what, you know, you should know. I mean, if someone knows you for a while, yeah, they should have an idea, but everyone is not going to be able to know what you're thinking or what you want every moment, every day, or whatever the case may be. And being passive aggressive, like, oh, if only I had someone to help me, just ask. Tell the universe, universe, I need this, and I need it now. Please help me to get there. Please help me to get this. Ask for what you want. Ask. Be firm. Not I don't know. Not maybe. Not kind of. Not sort of. Universe, I need this or something better now. Thank you. Next, be active. Define what's being active for you. You know, we can be active mentally. Physically, spiritually, we can have stimulating conversations, we can meditate, we can, uh, you know, do a lot of different things, exercise, we can do lots of things to be active, but we must be, be, you know, be active, be grateful, be courageous, be, we must be, but define what's for you and do that. Next, clear, cancel, and delete. And this is something I got from one of Doreen Virtue's books. Um, and I also believe this is from, um, I know it's a card, an oracle card from Doreen's um, uh, decks, but I, I want to say it's the Archangel Michael card deck. So, again, clear, cancel, cancel, and delete. What do you need to clear, cancel, and delete in your life? This can mean people, situations, and things. Old clothes, old whatever, you know, from past level that you're holding on or some past event that is just obsolete in your life. Who do you need to, to get rid of in your life? It can be hard, but you got to do it. And I know I've been saying, you know, cutting off the cores and, and so forth for the last couple of radio show podcasts of this year. 
But I just really feel like the for this year is all about not wasting time, which involves letting go of situations, people, and things that add no value or very little value. It's just not worth. So really take a sheet of paper, make columns, the clear columns, the cancel column, and delete column. And think about what you need to clear out in your life, what you need to cancel, what you just need to delete. <laughs> Next, self-care. Self, This is something that you need to define for yourself, too. What is self-care for you? Is self-care just, you know, being at home, watching Netflix, relaxing uh, with a, a, a glass of wine? That's, that's, that's you. Is self-care for you going swimming, being out in nature, talking to your girlfriend, playing basketball, think about what self-care for you is something that allows you to become balanced again, something that allows you to regroup, you know, so think about it as in Mercury retrograde, you like disconnect it, you know, from areas so you can have time to yourself. This is your personal retreat. It's something for you to do to help you, whatever it is, you know, but in particular to uh, regroup, become balanced again. Spiritual knowledge, number five. With spiritual knowledge, this is something that I encourage you to always, you know, read up on spirituality, read up on different categories, uh, talk to people, ask questions. Just always, always, always be thirsty for knowledge because there is just never-ending, it's like a never-ending story of spirituality. (laughs) It's just so much information out there that, uh, it would be a shame not to just at least read up about something uh, different in a spirituality because you never really know where it may take you. Reading one post may take you to another website, which may take you to a point of contact who may be in your area hosting an event about a very topic that you're interested in. So just read up on different aspects of spirituality. Get yourself acclimated to you know, your particular topics, that way you can be the subject matter expert, but also just look up other, you know, areas and talk to people about that just to get a little broader um, knowledge base there. Number six, define your spirituality. This is huge. Everyone has their own opinion of what spirituality is. They have their own definition of what spirituality is to them. So this is something that you have to really define for yourself and then start there. Because if you look up spirituality and then you try to follow that principle, that definition, the guidelines, whatever the case may be, you may go a little crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just like you ask this person then they give you that answer and that answer and that answer, and then you're a little bit confused. And then you might end up like a little pie chart, not a pie chart, you might end up with like a little chart trying to figure out the common words here. Okay, spirituality, when I asked them, a lot, a lot of people said love and light. Okay. You know, so you really have to look at what it means to you and then work from there. Um, Next, number seven, prayers and affirmations. Um, This is something that I love dearly because I do believe in the power of prayer. Um, I do believe in the attraction of affirmations. Uh, It's something that... um, our our beliefs are really what propel a lot of things in our lives. And, you know, is one I believe Henry Ford said it when he said it, whether you think you can, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. So, yeah, it, the power of prayer is strong, and it is very helpful. And affirmations are strong, and that is very helpful. But we had to get in the, in the practice of, you know, 
saying your prayer, the practice of using affirmations. And that's how we become essentially powerful. We're attracting our needs and wants into our life. You know, wherever the need and want is, you know, we want better friends, a lover, a job, and a better understanding of our spirituality, a better opportunity to display spirituality, whatever. That's where the power of prayer healing that's where the power of prayer and the same affirmations come in. And that is something that um, is very, very noteworthy for our uh, spiritual success. Next, number eight, understanding the laws of the universe. There are multiple laws of the universe. Uh, one of my favorite laws is uh, the give and receive. It's very, very, very important because this is something that if we don't get it right, we are losing out on a lot. And that a lot will happen daily to a point where we won't realize it. You know, we might say, oh, you know what, I just want people to pay me to go places. And then it just so happens that you win a ticket, but you don't believe it. Oh, I never win anything. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, you got to be in it to win it sometimes, right? Especially if you're just signing all the a little form with your email and then you happen to win. So, you know, you got to be careful when you when you do these things. Don't knock yourself down. Without even trying, oh, I never win anything. Oh, no one does that. Or, you know, something, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. You know, like, oh, no one pays for anyone to go anywhere. That's not true. So you have to really think about, you know, these laws of the universe and, and your belief system, how this plays out. Because, again, there are a lot of things you could be missing out on and not realize it can be right there in front of your face. So, again, you know, the laws of the universe, and as I stated earlier, Doreen Virtue has a really nice book called Divine Magic, which is based on the Kabbalion, which explains the laws of the universe. But it's it's uh, easier to uh, read because the Kabbalion, Kabbalion is um, the the uh, the, uh, the language is a little bit more advanced, so you may have to read it a couple of times. But Doreen Virtue makes it easier to read, more fluent. Uh, next, number nine, know your energy and this is uh, for the people who are really conflicted about um, understanding their emotions. Is it his emotion that I'm experiencing or mine? You know, am I blowing things out of proportion or is that the situation that really is out of proportion? So are you an empath? Do you pick up easily on people's energies? Or are you a person whose energy is so strong that people just feel it when they walk in the room and you don't really have a good grip of your energy? It's just spewing everywhere and people are uncomfortable. They don't know how to react towards you. And now you're starting to take things personal because you're thinking people have attitude with you when it's really you're just you're, you're throwing out this energy that you're not really controlling and people don't know how to react because they don't know how you are reacting right now besides the fact that you're just sitting sending out your energy in in an unfavorable um, way. So we can ways we can practice our energy is practice getting to know our energy is to meditate. Meditate where uh, there are books I did that help us understand what's called spiritual energy balls, where you're just you're moving your hands, you know, you're contracting and things like that. So you can help understand your energy. You can uh, focus on your chakras to see your strong points, where a lot of your energy comes from. Um, you can, I like doing a breathing exercise. It's just, <sighs> so it's just like helping us to regroup our energy, there are lots of ways we can practice getting control of our energy because the last thing we want is for our emotions to be so far gone 
when one situation happened, whether it's something that's, you know, enormous of a situation that just got blown out of proportion, something small that it just, like, ignored you beyond belief and you blew it out of proportion. This is where knowing and understanding our energy comes into play. It helps us to react better to situations, and it helps us to be able to analyze situations better so we can avoid that in the future. Okay? And um, number 10, getting comfortable, but first we have to get uncomfortable. And, you know, this is really about diving into yourself, understanding who you are, what you want to do, what have you been blocking in your life, what do you need to let go in your life, really looking at, at yourself hard in the mirror. You know, is is it that you really need to, just, again, let go of some people? Is it that you're not facing certain aspects of yourself that you really, really need to address? So uh, the example I gave was me being able to talk openly about my spirituality. I had to get uncomfortable first, you know, buying the books in public, slowly talking about it in public. And then I got comfortable to the point where I'm willing to help other people understand their angels. And that's what it's really truly about, just getting comfortable. But, again, we have to get uncomfortable first. The journey isn't easy. Spirituality is not an easy journey. And if you were to read some documentaries of people who decided to go um, the spiritual route, you will see that it's not an easy path. Okay? So those are the top ten. Next Sunday will be another top ten, part two, of uh, helping us be successful at, uh, you know, our spiritual um, rebuilding process. And I thought that this would be a good idea for um, this month because I want to be a, a nice kickstart to our spirituality just to go back to the basis, help us understand how we got to this point. What did we do that got us to this point right here? And I bet you you were uncomfortable in some, some spots that got you to this point right here. Or, you know, you were active in other points that got you right here, but now maybe you need to focus on, you know, asking more of what, what you need and want as opposed to just expecting it to happen. So, these are some these are um, uh, scenarios, issues, however you want to phrase it, that you can look at, write about, reflect upon, and and you know talk about it with other people. So again, next Sunday I'm going to give you more of uh, ten ways to be successful at the spiritual level, rebuilding our spiritual foundations. This podcast can be downloaded via iTunes as soon as this show is over. I uh, the show gets sent directly to iTunes and you can download it there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe so that way you get the heads up on the next uh, episode. You get a reminder, and you can find me at VioletSaintTeresa.com. My Instagram pa- uh, page is Tia. That's T I A underscore Johnson underscore. That's the same with Twitter. It's Tia T I A underscore. Johnson underscore, and my YouTube is youtube.com forward slash Tia Violet. If you follow me on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash The Violet Sanctuary Spa, you will receive daily oracle readings and motivational quotes. It's something I love to do. It's very fun. Um, and I use different oracle cards from Doreen Virtue, Colette Baron Reed, and so forth. So, uh, if you're looking for spiritual um, information each day, you can visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa. 
So again, thank you for tuning in to uh, Success at the Spiritual Level, Rebuilding Our Spiritual Foundations, Part 1. And I'll quickly just say the top 10 right now. So number one is ask for what you want. Number two is be active. Number three is clear, cancel, delete. Number four is self-care. Number five is spiritual knowledge. Number six is define your spirituality. Number seven is prayers and affirmations. Number eight is understanding the laws of the universe. Number nine is know your energy. And number 10 is get comfortable, but first you have to get uncomfortable. So again, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to your emails. I love it when you send me emails and you tell me how, oh, this uh, point really helped me or resonated with me and I thank you and so forth. I love that because it lets me know that I'm doing it right. And it also lets me know more what you want. So, again, thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about this radio show, and I will talk to you next week. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it.